You can tell it's Sweeps Week when they bring out the reunion episodes. Oh, greetings, podquesters. Last episode, we, minus Tor, found ourselves back at the Red Halls, where a group of Onyx Shields was in a heated debate. Wrath stumbled into his sister, Anavari, who was less than thrilled at our disappearance. And that's why you always leave a note, podquesters. Anavari explained that the Lichstone Empire sent over Duran's body for a proper burial, but, well, the body went missing, and right in the middle of the Onyx Shield deciding who should be the new leader. Now, some think they should wait until Duran's body is found, while others say they should press forward with nominating a new leader. So, we agreed to help find the body to hopefully put the issue to rest. During our investigation, we learned that the shards of Duran's magic shield also had gone missing. Very suspicious, and it looks like we've learned our lesson from our investigation on the boat, as we were taking note of every clue and methodically plotting our course, uh, oh wait, never mind, guess we were too methodical, because by the time we figured out the likely culprit fled by boat and rushed over to the docks, they were way beyond our reach. Well, maybe someday we'll figure out this investigation thing. Thankfully, there wasn't any time to dwell on our newest failure, as Blag's sister Greshka got info from her guard Gillian that we were to move on elsewhere, and opened a portal for us. Of course, Wrath responsibly remembered to leave a note before we jumped into the awaiting portal. We then found ourselves in Wild Steel Town, Tor's home. Our group shall soon be reunited, but what awaits us here? Well, I guess we'll just have to wait for the Grand Tor. Tor paid me to say that. Anyway, stay tuned as we roll an intelligence check. Alright, so we're going to take a little time leap back just a few minutes before the uh, portal closed and you guys came to Tor's uh, village known as... Uh, Wild Steel, um, which every time I go to say that, I want to say Wild Stallion. Yeah. Me and leave silently off mic did a little. So uh, this is going to be from Tor's perspective uh, for a few minutes here. So Tor, you're just now starting to feel like you have energy again. You know, you've been practicing through a couple of light healing spells on you. That's that you what they feel like. Exactly. Wow, I should do this more often. They feel great. <laughs> I should do this. <laughs> and you're just now uh, feel like you're ready to hit the town and uh, you're up and about again. What do you want to do? Uh, hit the town. All right. <laughs> Seems logical. <laughs> I guess the first thing is to make way to... Uh, I'm assuming I've been in contact with Jewel constantly. Oh, yes, so. yeah, yeah. Jewel's constantly been at your bedside. You've even seen your son uh, rivet a few times. And, uh, you know, he's very upset over uh, <clears throat> his sister being missing and has been like... Say her name. Steve. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> has Names, been people. nagging you about it. Uh, a little bit in, you know, the childlike way where mm-hmm. he knows that you're hurting and recovering, but, you know, do it, Dad. Come on, let's go. Can I ask, is there anyone in this game playing or that we'll meet that doesn't have a missing sister? Oh. Oh. I, not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out. In. It's like, and you have a I sister. I never wrote this in my backstory, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I penciled it in. <laughs> everything has to fit. <laughs> it turns out the fate that has been aligning you has been missing sister. Missing daughter for me. Uh, for you, it's a daughter. That's true. That yeah, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. Unless Rivet becomes on the party and oh, then it's missing sister. I have a missing sister. female gang leader. Yeah, yeah. So. Missing women. Yeah, yeah we're all oh my missing God. women. We all have missing women. <laughs> we did not need to play. That's what you have when you have a male centric 
podcast. We did not mean to play into any tropes. <laughs> yeah, we apologize for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, to be fair, every one of them that we've found has been more competent than us, though, when we find them. Yeah. Definitely true. <laughs> definitely true. Yeah. Mine communes with a god. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mine led a whole gang. Yeah. <laughs> His is the leader of a town. Mm-hmm. And died falling into it. Survived. Yeah, into I thought she was dead. Yeah. I wasn't missing. I thought she was dead. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's god, true. let's just resume the game playing as them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so, uh, what do you want to do first? I make my way to the Coopery in the tavern to talk to the uncle. All right, uh, you open the door and you're storming out, heading towards the Cooper. I think that he still has like a light crutch. Like that's like he as soon as he was able to get out of bed. Okay, yeah, I like that a lot. I yeah, kind of so picture you're him. You're walking with a little crutch, and um, you get to the Cooper and the doors are locked. It doesn't stop him. I have a key. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> I solved your lock that makes puzzle. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> this makes sense. It's an off day. Of course we're closed. <laughs> that was the next 20 minutes. I, don't know <laughs> I thought we weren't getting any more magic items. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it just a key. Yeah. <laughs> magic. No, you get more magic items. Specific. Not for a while. <laughs> so you guys, uh, or you open the door and uh, you see... People milling about doing their work, and you they go, locked you in here. Yeah. Monsters! <laughs> they oh, yeah, they actually did. Yeah. Oh, and now it got awkward. <laughs> yeah, you notice that there doesn't seem to be. I mean, Groz is definitely not there, and you don't see management of any sort. You just see the workers milling about in a almost zombie-like fashion, where they're just like doing their jobs. There's no communication, no fun, no smiles. Nobody's like stopping to wipe the sweat from the brow. They're just who took the it. fun out of the cooperage? Come on, <laughs> that's one thing we're known for. It's fun times. It's cooperage? I thought it was cooperie. I don't know. I think maybe one's like a verb version. Yeah, of I don't know. <laughs> maybe they just got <laughs> tired of hanging with. Aren't you the? Did you go uh, to school for English? <laughs> yes, that's one of the first words they teach. Is <laughs> yep, it's the most useful word. In the world. Yeah. yeah, we play fast and loose with pronunciations on this podcast anyway. <laughs> And do, voices. Do I recognize any of them as like past workers, things no, like that? They seem to be a completely new staff. Oh. Uh, I just start milling around. I judge their work while I'm walking past it. They're sufficient. You wouldn't be like, oh my god, these guys are bracked. It, it almost like, if you were to look at it from a present world uh, scenario, it's like machinery is doing the work. Like, it is mm. just every barrel is coming out exactly like the one They before. took the heart out of it. Oh, Definitely. The little nicks and cronies, the cr- cronies, the little nicks and crannies are what made it personable. That's what the made it. The cronies are very personal. The cronies yeah. are bad with crannies. What can we say? <laughs> I, I keep looking around for crows. You don't find them anywhere. I go to the tavern. All right. Uh, you get to the tavern, you open up, and you swing the door open, and you walk in, and it looks a lot like the Coopery Edge did, where um, <laughs> everybody in the bar is like nice almost cover. zombie-like drinking. Even the bartender is handing out booze without interacting with anyone. No one's even saying what they want. They just kind of walk up to the bar, sit down, and he hands them uh, a drink. He's the booze and Nazi. <laughs> you do notice at one point, uh, at the end of the bar, is Boz. I go talk to Boz. Have you seen Crows? Boz kind of turns his head and looks at you almost like I should know you, but doesn't seem to recognize you. Stares for a long moment and goes, he doesn't come here till after night. He's probably in his apartment. And this strikes you as super odd in so many ways. First, not Boz's typical personality. No. Two, Boz wouldn't be drinking at this time of day. He has things to do. He gets a lot of work done, and it just looks like he's shirking duties. That explains a lot. Starting to, anyway. What happened here, Boz? What do you mean? Why are you here? 
I wanted a pint. Of what? You don't even drink this gruel. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> drinks this gruel. What? Uh, I should be better with That's my character stuff. There. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just I shake my head at him and I'm just like I don't have time for this I have to I have to keep I have to find Cross I'll find this right, and I um, go to I go shamble towards his apartment alright so Cross's uh, apartment's actually above the uh, new tavern but uh, as Boss said he actually pointed up so you got that gist and you head up and when you get to the uh, stairs outside that lead upstairs um, the door's locked and you don't have a key here. It's, I don't have time for this. I got pound on the door. All right, you pound on the door, and there's absolutely no response. I keep pounding on it. All right. Uh, still no response. Throw your hammer at it. <laughs> I don't have... Wait. It's not... I do have my basic gear, though, yeah, right? Mind you have everything you have with you while you're at it. I try to bash the door down. I need answers. I'm not... All right, give me a roll. This one didn't do well for you. I used one <laughs> Far away, one. I give him a bardic inspiration. Uh, plus strength? Yeah. 14. He thinks right. of you and it's yeah. <laughs> It's just a <clears throat> apartment door, nothing amazing. So you hit it and the... <laughs> flies across. Yeah, the door explodes open. And it just shatters and there's pieces of wood fly all around. Uh, this is a great visual. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine his like fist is still like on like it's knocking. He's so like, angry trying so anyone hard. Anyone home? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, so, you walk in, and it is the weirdest apartment you've ever seen. Oh, we got high standards on that category, buddy. <laughs> well, first and foremost, it's set up more like an office than a home. Um, you notice that, like, there's important things missing, like, say, a How would I know what's or, missing if it was made before or after? Oh, I see like, what you're saying. Things that would be... I apologize, interrupted you. Yeah, that was my no, fault. No, that's fine. Uh, things that, you know, would typically be in an apartment like there's no bed no cooking area it doesn't seem like someone could actually live here it looks more like it's a business area but distinctly was an apartment just from the you know the way the building's made like it's not supposed to be an office um the other thing is dwarves love stone but everything yeah, we do everything here every piece of furniture is made out of rock and it seems almost awkward to the point where the desk and the table are just giant slabs of rock with no carbon, like not with like nice leg, like it is just a giant rectangular block. From and Ikea. around it are chairs that are just square blocks sitting there, no backs to them. It just literally looks like someone had basic stone carving skills and made basic shapes and decorated the room with it. Just letting my party know, because I know I got some weird glances. A true dwarf knows the difference between a stone and a rock. <laughs> Very subtle, but a true dwarf knows it. Especially when you lick it, because that's about the only way I can tell anything, because my <laughs> stone perception's awful. Mm, tasty. I perception around the room. I think I'll start there. All right, go ahead. Give me a perception roll. Just uh, 11. 11? Um, you don't see anything of note, um, except for scratch marks... Where on the floor where some of the chairs were, so you do believe that people have been in here and moving furniture, so it's not like it's been abandoned. I would like to augment that by saying by 11, I forgot that I have proficiency in perception, so it's actually a 15, if that does anything to you. A 15? Yes. Does that do anything to me? <laughs> I know <laughs> my Does it do anything out. for you? <laughs> Tell me. How's that 15 look there, buddy? Um, you I still, uh, same thing. Um, the only thing you will note is that uh, now, in addition, there's no dust or anything. So you expect that he's here 
often. Uh, but he's not here now? But not here now. Can I toss the room? I need answers. Toss the room? Yeah. Yeah, tell me what you want to do. Toss toss, toss the room? The desk, the chairs? Just like, yeah, room. rummage through things, try to figure out what, what's been going on. Like, it's super confusing. Okay. Uh, w- walk me through. Give me, like, there's the desk. It goes to the desk, goes to the desk, goes to the drawers, looks at the paper on it. He's trying to find answers because he's trying to find his daughter and he can't talk to okay. Cross right now, but he needs to find an answer to something. Uh, yeah, you find very little notes on money and a lot of notes on number of employees and you notice that employees come in and out of work really quickly it seems like no one works there for more than a couple months at a time at maximum some people work there and then are unemployed within weeks do they looking back do they look like any of the villagers that i would have recognized yeah you definitely recognize a lot of names and all of your original employees are gone Hmm. Seems like a horrible way to build up familiarity with your clientele. Bad business model. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go. I want to go uh, to the to the dispensary. Okay. I feel like we probably send our barrels there and talk to them about what's been going on. I figured they're probably the next logical. Yeah. By dispensary, it's a hospital dispensary. Probably uh, not the hospital unless they're putting awkward body parts in yeah, this yeah, the yeah. barrels. It's like they don't they have medical marijuana right. here. That's where they stick all their cronies, as we've established. I, I want to go. Oh, I, one thing I would like to mention is, is that being the very uh, good tour, as I'm pretty sure he had an extra spare set of chainmail floating around his house that he just oh there's, there's my spare set of chainmail. I'll put give, that on. Give me a base one d twenty. Uh, in five. five, so I have five outfits of chainmail lying around. Yeah, you know, you have a set. It's not pretty. No, it's no, it, it's like used. Yeah. yeah, but you got it. Well, he won't need this anymore. Far off. <laughs> I have a feeling he won't need this. Dumps it out. My Barty sense is tingling. <laughs> Barty sense. Uh, I want to go. I, I'm assuming that I've already talked to the wife ad nauseum, yeah. so yeah. you know I don't need you to know go down that. She knows at this point. Okay. Uh, I'll go ask the uh, the other tavern. Okay, you start because that's the one I would have gone to a lot. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so you heart heart you heart heart. I heart off. there. Just yeah. boop. You, <laughs> you start heading there, and as you do, all of a sudden, a rip of time and space forms in front of you in the middle of the street. And three, I walk around it. Nice walk. Yeah, <laughs> just, just keep going. Just keep going. Uh, three gentlemen, you know, happen to step out. No, I really walked around it. And they they have to yell for me. <laughs> Wait, you said gentlemen. Who are these yeah. people? I hope it'd just be like there's so many dwarves and be like, which one is he? Because I feel Jesus. like I feel like yep. Tor's looking for answers, so that's not even like on his radar. He just walks around it and keeps going. Okay, yeah, all right. So Rav, do we bump Black. into him at all? No, no I walked around like a fun little like. I'm gonna say you literally see him walk around. Like you're stepping out as he goes around the portal. All right, I just do a deadpan. That was him. <laughs> I can't really see anything because of the clouds in my eyes from the tearful goodbye with my sister. <laughs> so I'm like, who was who? Can I stealth up behind him, have his stuff, and like dump it on top of him, like from my bag of holding? Yes, real stealth. <laughs> I want to try that. Just as a way to be like, hey, buddy, got your stuff. I'll yell that as I do it. Uh, mm-hmm. 17 on stealth. Alright. Tor, you suddenly feel something heavy slam onto you. And, and as I you go, look down, you see all of your belongings that you left at the right Hey, hall. buddy, here's all your stuff. <laughs> Missed Took you. you guys long enough. <laughs> you were at some being alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, I guess. <laughs> I think there's chain mail in there. All I wrote down is I took your stuff, so... 
Come on, guys. I'm on my way to brunch. Come on. Oh, oh, oh sweet. <laughs> Great. Right. That's uh, to my sister. We should. I mean, that was I need a Danish. Song. We reunite and we go to brunch. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine he quickly catches you up on the ambulance and how it worked if you guys didn't already. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, but the important thing is brunch. <laughs> yes, definitely. And I just explained that I'm trying to find my daughter. So that's, I'm just trying to put these pieces together and that's what's, I need to go to the tavern to figure the next step out. Let's go get something to drink. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you guys are planning on brunch, but it's actually getting late in the day at this point. So There's no time I wouldn't have brunch. Sure. Right, this man. place always serves breakfast. All right. That's why Tor loves it. That's fine. It's, it's getting Mary's towards boys. dinner time, but you guys are ready for some pancakes. Huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> I want sausage. <laughs> uh, so you guys go in and um, you start asking around and people basically tell you don't go to the tavern. They're like, we don't know what happens there, but anybody who comes goes in doesn't come out the same. The one he's already been at? Yeah. Okay. You know, he's saying it's ruining the town. Uh, Promise is that their prices are like a quarter of what any other tavern in the city is. So they're getting a lot of business that way, but it is not worth it. We could burn it down. Yeah, he wants to go destroy that thing? I think that's a good idea. Well, it's attached to my cooperage or cooperary. Try a cooperary fire. <laughs> that always works so well yeah, in our you're room. Fine. Uh, I go talk to the bartender and just, if he knows anything about where causes and when did everything start to change. Uh, it was several weeks to months ago. He's not even entirely sure, but he says, Cross is always at the tavern at some point if he's not in his apartment above. But he says, honestly, you don't see him about town often at all. And those who do see him are the deplorables, the people who are going to be out in the middle of the night doing things they shouldn't be doing. Would you like to go to this tavern and wait for him? We were just there. I need to find more answers around town. Okay. When Do I know when the last, when the daughter went away? Uh, It's been weeks now. Um, Basically, as soon as your amulet started constantly getting hot on you while you were on the island. (laughs) Hang on, if we're doing another mystery, I'm going to have to follow this Bloody Mary with a mimosa chaser. (laughs) I don't have another milk. (laughs) Okay. um, I tip him as per normal. Uh, What is it? Your typical uh, blag three gold? One gold? gold. Uh, Uh, The guy does say to you that eventually he'll be at the tavern or the apartment. It may be a matter of waiting. Okay. Uh, I want to go to the temple then and and just say a prayer for the daughter. Okay. And figure out what's going on. In the meantime. You feel like your God is with you. Okay. You, know, you, you feel his presence, not as much as Gillian with uh, Blanks. <laughs> Which is pretty, um, like, I also write Gillian's name and uh, all over the... <laughs> <laughs> I want to... I'll, like I'll do a healing spell while I'm there to try to get rid of the crutch. Okay, yeah. Uh, go ahead and scratch that off and you get it done. So, okay. I mean, I could set Deeker somewhere and just let us know if something's going yeah, on. Could you set Deeker to, do, to watch? Check Which the hedge So let him hang out in the shitty tavern while we hang out in the good tavern? It seems no, in no. your character to do that. If you're going to do anything, Put Beaker in the T Rex form and send him into the orphanage. Let's yeah. at least have a little fun. That would be great. It's good to have you. He back pops up. Hey, kids. <laughs> they might try to meet him. But they're dwarf kids, so they're going to go That's attack him. <laughs> See, now I'm thinking Barney, and oh. that just goes on way too long. <laughs> the first children's show is born. Yes. Wow, we are evil. It's yeah. Beaker and Black. I'm, cha- I'm changing my alignment again. <laughs> 
To just nope. That's all yeah, right. To just, just, yeah. Forget it. Denialist. Do you want to send Beaker to the tavern or apartment? No, Wrath is perfectly content to let somebody else uh, make decisions on this one. He's just okay. going to continue to drink until somebody tells him to do something. I'll send... You can just have him hang out in the crappy tavern and alert us when... Okay. He sees the person that he's never met before, and I didn't describe it all to him. Sounds like a great party. <laughs> yeah, I saw one. There's another. There's will, another. We'll tell him. He looks like. A well, boy. and again, remember, I can kind of see what he sees, so we'll just keep an eye out for somebody who doesn't look zombified. Yeah, he looks like me. You know, a dwarf. Brown, great. pretty average. Looking. Lots of hair. Yeah, no problem. He's yeah. got it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. You got a spell for that, right? Good to go. I already got it <laughs> queued up. All right, so. Uh... Do you want him actually in the bar or waiting outside of it? Or He's, he's invisible. invisible. Oh, okay. So he can be in the bar. Yeah. All right, so uh, he heads on in. and uh, I, I do take the team back to my wife to introduce them. Okay, that's nice. A pleasure. Oh, Beaker doesn't you. get to meet your wife? Yeah. There's a reason for that. <laughs> please, uh, we did you. try to eat Beaker before. It's not going to go any better. <laughs> Jewel, was it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was she please, has, when you guys walk you. in, there's just an enormous bread of dinner that she made, and you guys are like, oh, no, we just that, ate brunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awkward now. <laughs> I could eat more. And she looks at you and goes, this is for me. <laughs> okay, good. I'm pretty sure I, we haven't eaten any other times in our adventure, so this will be nice. Yeah. Well, we did eat. Uh, yeah, they had twice. Ah, twice. <laughs> twice. But I tend to notice that your voice sounds not dissimilar to every other female in the game. Yeah, you know, the worst part is I actually was trying to practice a female uh, dwarf voice, and I came up with something and. It was cockney. Yeah, it was ended up being catchy. <laughs> uh, by the way, we haven't discussed the side benefit of all of us having uh, a, a missing female character is that the DM does have to then voice all of these missing <laughs> female characters. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Didn't do that on purpose. Completely unplanned by all of them. Because he's fantastic at it. Not being sarcastic in any way. I actually didn't plan it. But no, no neither did I. We didn't know each other's stories yeah, until starting to play the game. Yeah. Uh, so... We, uh, uh, you guys are back at Tor's house for quite some time, and as it starts to get dark, um, after, we'll say somewhere around midnight, actually, uh, Crows walks into the tavern, and uh, Beaker gives you the heads up. Okay, I let uh, I let Tor know. All right, so I just storm over immediately. I, All right. I tell quick. Jewel to wait here. I, I make sure Rivet stays, too, because I knew he was going to want to try to come, but he has to stay. <laughs> Thank Jewel call. for the meal, and uh, follow suit. I apologize for what I did to their bathroom. <laughs> In game or out of game? Both. <laughs> this is me apologizing to Kyle. <laughs> so comes out. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Alright, so you guys get to the tavern and um, you see Crows uh, sitting at the bar and drinking from a wine skin that he brought with him and not from a glass. I walk up to him and smack it out of his hand. And he looks up at you and gets a big smile. I'm just like, where the hell have you been? What's going on? That was an awful tour. <laughs> where have you been? What's going on around here? Why Everything's changed. Who are these people? That's a better tour. Eh. It's There's no good tour. He laughs. Sorry. <laughs> he laughs for a minute and goes, we've been taking care of everything. Don't you worry about it, my friend. Where where is everybody? What's going? Why why do we have this bar? I mean, I'm kind of happy about that part of it, but just bringing in more money. We've been hit up a little bit trouble selling stuff from the Cooper for a while, but I got everything up and running. So don't you worry about it. Uh, doesn't something feels wrong about all of this? There's no fun here anymore. Don't worry about anything. It's in your best interest. Don't you worry. 
Sorry. Come back. I think I'm inspired by the famous Bard. <laughs> Bard Marley? Bard, Bard Marley. Bob Bardley? I don't know. <laughs> Bard Barkley. Just everything feels off now. I know I've been gone for a little while, but just it's wrong. There's nothing to worry about. We have a new benefactor in the town. Everything is up and running, and your daughter's finally getting the treatments she needs. Yeah, that's shady. shady. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I, I didn't come into the money to buy all this stuff on my own. I had a bit of a, a a new employer, and he's more educated in the disease that your daughter has, and has chosen to take him. Her under his wing, if you take my understanding. That's not, that's, that's not good foreshadowing. <laughs> I'm not thrilled with this. <laughs> I, where is she? Uh, well, you know where the old cemetery is. Yeah? I mean, it wasn't on the map, but I'm pretty sure I know because I lived here all my life. It actually is. It's all at the north end. <laughs> the DM bothered to point it out when you were going over the map. <laughs> Alarmingly specific. <laughs> oh, it's a thing through that new shitty hedge maze. Yeah, it, he bought the land and raised the uh, hedges, and uh, yeah, he has a bit of a, a, a mansion up there. But don't be bothering him. Everything will be all right, and it's best left alone. It's not. That's not going to work. It's not going to work for me. It's not going to work for the town if you start messing with the order of things. I don't believe in the order of things. We're dwarves. There's no order. It's chaos. It's going to be a lot worse than you are thinking. Yeah. Yeah. For whoever it is, a lot worse. Not to metagame, but perhaps we should leave this one alone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He looks you in the eyes and says, you want to leave this alone. And you feel compelled to let everything go. But your dwarven sturdiness fights it off. And you realize there is a bit of suggestion behind that. You mother effer. (laughs) How dare you? In my soon-to-be-owned bar. (laughs) I've been a very successful business person since I was gone. (laughs) We have a new cooperage. I'm also an emperor. Soon-to-be. Go ahead and give me a perception roll. Well, actually, everybody. Do I detect anything, by the way, from like the what he was saying to, like trying to influence? Twenty-one. Uh, give me a perception roll, and I'll let you know. All right. <laughs> uh, that is a nineteen for court. Okay. And wrath. Eleven. Okay. And blog. Twelve. All right. Court and tour. You guys notice he gets very angry immediately upon realizing that his suggestion didn't take hold, and he sort of grimaces a little bit. Yeah, you better grimace, boy. I'm McDonald. (laughs) At the point point of the grimace, and a bit of a pun there I didn't intend, you notice a hint of fang sticking out of his mouth. Hmm. I see it. I click inside my brain, and I... Told me not to punch him, but I really want to punch him. I didn't tell you not to punch him. I punch him. <laughs> no, you know what? The first thing I do make him drink some of the beer. No, no, no I'm gonna detect uh, poison and disease in, in like the beer in the room. Okay. Uh, I have a spell. Yes. Okay. 
then uh, go ahead and read that for us. For the duration, you can sense the presence of a location of a poison, poisonous creature, or disease within 30 feet of you. Uh, you can also identify what it is. Okay. Then there is definitely a disease all around you. Um, the disease on crows is very different from the disease in the rest of the room. In crows, you did notice the distinct vampirism. In crows or not in crows? In crows. That's mm. why he's coming out at night. In I the have... Rest- an idea. In the rest of the room, you notice a disease that seems to be causing the zombiness that you are noting. It's all clicking over now. Uh, it actually happened. So it's necrosis. Can I ask a question? These people are actually, like, dying or dead. They're not actually under mind-influencing effects? They're these people don't seem to be dead. They don't. They're not giving off a over oh, zombie. They're other than the way they're acting. They're not decomposing. They're not like so. They're kind of like hypnotized under some sort of mind charm. It, it appears to be. So, at noticing, uh, under the guise of noticing that it's a little drab in here, Court unslings his lute and says, "Yeah, it's it's really drab in here." And I start playing a wonderful a melodious tune, and I will use my counter charm ability. Oh. On everyone in the room, it says ability to use musical notes or words of power to disrupt mind influencing effects. Okay, so mind influencing effects. Because I it's, let's let's my turn to fuck with your game. I, I like <laughs> it. Uh, this is a disease, not magic, but I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go for it. Roll the dice for me. Okay, all right. I need a high roll because it needs, it's gonna be breaking what the spell is supposed to be. Um, but I it, like the idea. So it does say. All friendly creatures have advantage on saving throws, so I guess that's everyone. Would it be like I'm rolling for everyone? I guess in this point, or yeah. okay, but it does say advantage, so yeah, uh, yeah. Just give me uh, two rolls. All right, uh, just a flat roll, or give me uh, your charisma on top of it. That seems right. Oh, 19 then. 19. All right, yeah. All of a sudden, everybody in the bar starts shaking their head, and uh, their eyes are clearing up, and they're like, "What's ha- Where am I?" And uh, Boz, uh, who you know, who is sitting, still sitting at the other end, just starts throwing up like a ton. Like he just imbibed way more liquor than mm. his, his body is used to, and it is just pouring out. It's like that scene from Team America uh, where he's constantly yeah, yeah. throwing up. Uh, I should have said, I don't think I pointed out before, Boz is actually a halfling. So the dwarves all seem fine, but the halfling's like, I wasn't intended to take this much in. Ably played, my friend. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Everyone loves the TGIF lineup that I love to play. <laughs> Um, Hanging with Mr. Cooperage. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, what are you guys doing? <laughs> well, I seem to have freed everyone. Uh, what do they do? Then they're free of the spell. Uh, they're just seem confused at this well, point. Some of them are leaving. Some of them are staring around. Some of them are. He I punched think, him, right? Yeah. Tor- that, that was the goal. No, I was going to, but then I decided to cast that first. And if I can still, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. yeah. The roll. So, Tor, time to take. Did the stage. he seem affected at all by anything? Yeah. I don't want to do this. But I grab him by the scuff of the shirt, and I, I try to knock him out. All right, rolled it. Five with him, whatever pluses, but right. probably not much. He dodges with immortal speed. No, um, You fair. throw the hit, and you almost... He moves so fast, you feel like you should have hit him, because mm-hmm. he moved out of the way and back that quickly. And he gives you a toothy smile and says, I'm not your enemy here. In a dwarven accent, though. <laughs> Can I knock your enemy here? <laughs> Can I try to knock him out as he bounces back in? Since yeah. that's what it appears that my friend wanted to to have done. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Roll. 
It, I didn't. <laughs> Roll as well as I did. Uh, you swing from behind, and despite the fact that you are behind him, he ducks, and your swing goes above him. I'll shut to Tor and be like, I freed your kin. Let's try to use this to our advantage. Maybe perhaps we could rally them and, I don't know, do something. I, I have a- excellent plan. I, I ask, always lose the end of that. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I, I, we get what you're going. I do want to ask Crows when this happened to him. What do you mean? The, oh. the, the vampirism. Uh, he kind of it seems like he doesn't want to discuss the subject, but uh, he seems a little off-put by it, standoffish, if you would. Um, but he f- says, a long time ago. That's why I was missing for a long, long. Takes a while to get the hang of things. Or should I say, the fang of things. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, you, you are a Dracula, and you are allowed five puns per day. <laughs> Uh, you are a good man. I, I I want to fix this. I don't know if we can, though. There's no fixing it. Oh, there's uh, always a fixing. What is your stake in all of this? <laughs> can I get a? I get the punch too. I guess. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of hairy and stuff. I have a hair suit nature. Yeah. yeah. Trying to fight this sort of power, it'll drive you insane. Uh, You'll go batty. It's a short trip for me. That's two. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, uh. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I think we had this whole encounter. We're all leaked. (laughs) I I tried. That one really sucked. I brought it back. I was laughing so hard I almost started coughing. <laughs> hey, you used that from an earlier episode. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, then I acknowledge. Uh, Crows looks at you and says, "I'm asking you. I'm asking you one last time. Let it go. You don't want to cross me." <laughs> we need to crucifix this whole thing. <laughs> Uh, but he seriously says, let us go, you don't want to cross it. I kind of miss when we were depending on another word for many jokes <laughs> in the previous session. Who's him? Von Uberdorf. <laughs> Baron Von Uberdorf. Oh, of, of course it is. It is. <laughs> we don't have a Baron. We never did. We don't need one. We do now. Oh, this is Baron. Baron. Have I heard of this name in my Bardley travels? Yeah, roll it. Give me a lore check. That's a 20. Uh, you you actually wrote a song oh, about yeah. him. It goes oh, like this. Von Uberdorf. He's Madigan. your son. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Every time you hear the word Von Uberdorf, it's just like, Von Uberdorf, Von Uberdorf. Oh, Christmas tree, you Von Uberdorf. He likes to enslave the dwarf. No. Von Uberdorf is a well-known vampire of great power. And... Basically, if he moves to a town, a city, a village, it's not long before everything in there is dead or undead. And he's been slowly corrupting the world. Now, he doesn't spread it as an army would, starting at one end and, you know, taking it over east to west. He's literally hits a city, goes somewhere really far, hits a city, goes really far, hits a city, because then the undead plague spreads itself. And the fact that he is here is not a good thing. Have I seen, have I hopefully stemmed some of it with the counter charm thing? Everybody? Well, I mean, they weren't dead or undead. They were, you know, you don't know anything. They were in the process, maybe. You don't know anything about his means and methods, but that didn't seem like undeath to anybody. Okay. 
I have to do the most undwarven thing I've ever done in my life because of you. <gasps> I walk behind the bar and start bashing all the barrels of booze. <laughs> and as and I a little tear every time I break one. <laughs> Don't worry, it's lower quality, so it's the barrels, buddy. Yeah, oh, the barrels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the booze; it's the barrels. That's where they get you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's the overhead. Crows has for a dwarf. Those everything is horrified face you have ever seen on his face. <laughs> and, uh, that is the most horrifying face I've ever seen on your face before. <laughs> hey, that's mouth. a great idea for a lyric. Let me write that down. <laughs> face rhymes with face. This is actually good really. for me. <laughs> his jaw drops open and he shakes his head almost like he can't even find the words and he just says, you doomed us all. You made me do it. And as he says that, you hear high-pitched screams coming from all over town. Hey, we don't know. Those could be good high-pitched screams. Just like that guy could have meant you've doomed us all in a good way, right? Yeah? Are you buying this? Yeah, I'm not either. Well, we'll see you next time when we roll, hopefully not our last, Intelligence Check. If you like our podcast and would like to hear more, you must tell some others. In order for us to grow, there must be more who know. Hell, you could just tell your mother.